0: before we jump into the episode if you are listening on spotify and you like these episodes you like hearing our crazy voices speak about these crazy things um then you can like and like save and download and follow all that stuff on spotify you can also like and follow on on um apple podcasts like itunes and um soundcloud as well so yeah do that
1: and make sure to keep up with us on social media you can follow us on instagram at songwriting saves the world yep on twitter at song saves world tweet tweet and you can like us on facebook at songwriting saves the world and
0: if you really really like us you can support us us. on patreon at songwriting saves the world for four dollars a month you get special song breakdowns from guests we actually ask each guest um to do a total breakdown of a song we love from them and ta- tell us about how they wrote it and what it was like recording it and just like all the nitty-gritty the details so secret so that song reviews you also get a um sorry says the world laptop sticker so hey oh they're super cute pink adorable heyo. so yeah let's get into the episode let's go <laughs> okay hi everyone welcome back to another episode of songwriting saves the world today we have a really special guest evil who we're super excited to have hello we have like a little intro a bio for you oh awesome evil (laughs) is a talented singer and songwriter a founding member of internet rap group barf troupe in 2014 evil went on to release solo music melding together country contemporary pop hip-hop following their mixtape positive featuring production by childish gambino and debut self-titled ep evil featured in adventure time which i love that show so that's sick me too um (laughs) (laughs) evil just released a new single from an upcoming project tackling the effects of god and religion on their life as a queer non-binary black person born in a rural community And they also just launched the Queer Black Musicians Fund, which is also cool. And we're super super excited to have you.
2: Yeah. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here talking to you guys.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So we play a little icebreaker introduction game. Mm -hmm. And it's the musical version of F. Mary Kill. And it's called Write to our Tank. Okay. So you can write with an artist (laughs) and it's... Just writing. Okay. Tour, which is strictly touring. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then tank, which is like a carnival game. You throw the ball, they fall into water. In the okay. Water tank. Yep. Okay. So Let's the do three it. options are Bad Bunny. <laughs> okay. Doja Cat. Okay. And Bonnie Bear. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: Big well, Mix. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, that's a bit difficult for me because like Bonnie Bear is my absolute favorite Mm. overall so like Mm -hmm. like honestly like write tour anything but I think if I had to pick um for him I definitely would pick writing because I mean it's like my ideal to make a song with him I think Mm -hmm. as far as touring I definitely would pick Doja Cat I feel like it would be a lot of fun yes
0: that'd be so much yeah I feel like
2: it would be a lot of fun and I feel like we would get along really well like she's obviously Mm -hmm. pretty weird and so am I so I think we would get and I hate to say Tank Bad Bunny, but, you know, because he's cool. You know, I like his oh, stuff, but...
1: I feel like he'd laugh.
0: Yeah. I, I feel like I, he'd be I, fine he with it. it. <laughs>
2: yeah, he would take it <laughs> For sure.
0: And Doja Cat would be so much fun. I've been watching her, like, TikToks. Like, she's crazy. Yeah, she's hilarious.
2: <laughs> I think she would be so much fun to be around. I definitely want to go on tour, tour with her, yeah, for she's sure. she's so
0: cool. Yeah. So can you start with just, like, a background of your musical journey and how you got to where you are now?
2: Yeah, um... You know, like you stated when we started it, um, I founded the group Barf Troop in 2014, which was just a collection of, you know, um, queer black artists, you know, some Mm -hmm. women, some um, Mm non-binary, you know, coming together to make music. And I didn't, at the time, realize what it would become where it is now, Mm -hmm. obviously, where it's like, it's my career and it's what I do consistently. So it's pretty amazing what came of, you know, people just hanging out online and getting to know each other. Um, You know, in, I want to say late 2015, I started making the transition to kind of make country music. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, I'm from Virginia, a really small Mm. town in the mountains. So it's kind of just part of my upbringing. And um, because of that, I, I, you know, am painfully aware of the lack of representation there is within the genre for for people like me, you know, obviously there's been black country musicians and there's been Mm -hmm. gay country musicians. um, But not, you know, it's a real rarity to kind of have a crossing of the two, especially with me being a non-binary person on top of that. Um, And I'm definitely not a singular identity. There's definitely lots of people from these places that are like me. Um, so it kind of made me want to make music that would open up the genre to more people like me where they didn't feel excluded or yeah feel like they couldn't, you know, be a part of that narrative. Um, mm-hmm. and that started being, you know, what I'm trying to obtain consistently.
0: Um,
2: yeah. and I put out my first country songs in like, I think 2017 and then, mm-hmm. you know, 18. And then last year I put out the full project, um, which I'm really happy with, and it had Slow Dance on it, which was yeah, I love mm-hmm. it. featured in um, so Adventure Time, which is really, really cool. You know, um, mm-hmm. you know, obviously he was on the show, so people um, equate it to, like, Marceline, but I definitely relate to her. Yeah. She's <laughs> she's mixed, I'm mixed. You know, she's pretty, like, apathetic. I definitely am, too. <laughs> I feel like we're definitely, like, kindred spirits. Um, yeah, that's awesome. And I was really happy so many people connected with it.
0: Um mm-hmm.
2: As they did, and then we're here now at you know not the final round, but at the current sp- <laughs> current space. Where further, I'm along. Some, yeah, further along, yeah, further along, where I'm making some pretty experimental, uh sentimental
0: stuff. Yeah, super cool. Yeah, it's a super cool progression in your music. Yeah. So as we had mentioned before in your
1: bio. Your new project tackles religion and your relationship with it while being a queer, non-binary, black person, Mm -hmm. which are really complex thoughts and lots of feelings going on. So how do you go about providing commentary on something in like three-ish minutes on such like a complex thing?
0: Yeah, and like a song.
2: Um, Yeah, you know, I, I I would go to the lengths of saying I definitely think of myself more as a world builder than i do mm-hmm. as a song maker so mm-hmm. that's the way that i approach making songs um mm-hmm. so although it is a lot you know and big subjects to kind of contain in right. whatever amount of time you know there would never be a link that would be able to express all of those thoughts and feelings but you know to create the world within this one song three minutes mm-hmm. four minutes however long that's what the goal is, um, and I think, you know, I was able to do that. I think, you know, that's when you're, when you're trying to tackle um, subjects that are so, you know, heavy and also go so many different directions and so many people feel mm-hmm. so many different ways, I think the only option is to really just create a world that someone can live inside of and see the perspective that you're trying yeah. to present.
0: That's so interesting you say that because we were just last week or was it the week before talking to Shamir and we were talking about a really, yeah, like a really similar idea. We were talking about how we love it when similar concepts or similar lyrics even like show up in multiple songs off of like an artist project because it feels like they're like an author of a series or something. Yeah. Creating and building a world. Yeah. So I think that's such a cool way to approach like handling big topics because it's like you're you have all these different scenes where that like you can build and pull from.
2: Yeah, yeah I yeah. absolutely agree, for sure.
0: As we said, your music has been in Adventure Time. Do you ever like write for sync or do you make songs and then afterward you're like, oh, that would be cool in like this show or this thing? Um it
2: really just depends, you know. Um currently I'm writing some stuff for Sync. But typically, um, uh, typically I just, you know, write my songs and mm-hmm. people, um, you know, gravi- gravitate towards them. The whole Adventure mm-hmm. Time thing, um, you know, they reached out to me years ago about a different song that I had done that was on my mixtape mm-hmm. called Hero that featured um, Adventure Time. Mm-hmm. Well, obviously, there was a lot of cursing in it and, you know, the sections <laughs> were pretty short, so they didn't really, mm-hmm. you know, they couldn't figure out how to fit it into the show. Um, so you know, two years later, three years later, I can't remember, um, you know, Adam Muto came back to me and was like, hey, Mm -hmm. I heard this demo that you made at the time. Slow Dance was just a demo that I put on um, SoundCloud. And at that time, you know, he was like, oh, would you be interested in us using the song? And I was like, cool. Yeah, for sure. I would love to. And, you know, I think it was a big honor because I was one of, if not, you know the last song to ever be featured while it was still running on you know
0: um, cartoon
2: network because it's over now so I think that was you know a really big deal especially when you consider like the last episode that ever aired where they finally kind of Mm -hmm. got to the climax of Marceline and Bubblegum's Mm -hmm. you know relationship I think being able to have my song in there was a really good moment leading up to that um yeah it was definitely a big honor for sure
0: it's yeah, so that's so cool. Yeah. Got in there Do you approach that winning? writing the same?
1: Like if you're writing for sync or like for pitch and if you're writing for yourself, is the process similar? Um,
2: I think it depends. You know, when I write for my own work, it's a very um, cathartic sort of experience. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I write for myself, I don't typically – sit down like I, i'm not the kind of person where i sit down and i'm like okay time to write a song like i'll yeah. be doing something and lyrics will pop into my head like you know for example mm-hmm. for child shames um you know the first lyric is like sitting in the waiting room for more bad news which was just you know me sitting in the waiting yeah. room before my therapy appointment and it mm. was just, you know, going through my head. So for mm. my own work, it's mostly just things that come to me naturally. I, I mm-hmm. don't ever try to force anything when it comes to my own work. For sync stuff, it's a bit different because, you know, people typically have an idea in mind. So it, mm, it, yeah. it creates a um, sort of different, uh, you know, environment to write songs in mm-hmm. versus just for myself. Because if I'm writing for myself, it's kind of like, you know.
0: words
2: from god into my brain yeah
1: Yeah. like it just pours out (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) so you're pretty known for like genre blending and bending and taking things from hip-hop and country and wherever else so do you do that purposely and are you mindful of that or is it something that you just kind of do because it's how you write
2: um I would say it's a bit of both I definitely consciously make an effort to blend all of the things that I am. I think, you know, mm-hmm. as an artist who crosses all these intersections with being black and being non-binary, mm-hmm. being queer, like all of these things, I think it's, you know, really important that I try to connect the dots. Um, you yeah. know, first making country music, especially with my most recent part, it was really important for me to blend elements of hip hop. You know, that's what I started doing. I started out making rap music. Um, Mm -hmm. and moving forward, you know, it only made sense to me to blend the two worlds. I mean, you Mm -hmm. know, for example, the song Country Blues by Doc Boggs, which is a very Mm -hmm. old song. But if you listen to it lyrically, it sounds very much like a rap song that came out, like, you know, yesterday. Um, The subject matter is not that different. And that's what led me to want to kind of go into the direction of making country. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so it's definitely, you know, a conscious effort that I make to blend sounds and, and take sounds that are not typically heard in a certain way and present them in a new way. Yeah. Um, in an attempt to present them to a new audience or open up, you know, a certain genre to a new world. Like I said, you know, to make country more accessible for people like me.
0: Yeah. I think that's really cool. We've been talking a lot about like genre, like yeah. just like Anik and I and like how we write, how we think about like intended audience and like our influences, because like when I'm writing, I'm not, I don't usually think like, oh, this is an indie pop song and this is this and this is that. But then like, I'm like, I'm absorbing everything I listen to and everything that's around me all the time. So it comes out this like mixture. I just think it's cool. Yeah.
2: Yeah, for sure.
0: So you started the Queer Black Musicians Fund, which we think is just awesome. What are your goals with the organization and what was it like creating it?
2: Um, you know, My goal was obviously times are hard Um, and, you know, being an independent musician, being a black queer independent musician like I am, I know how difficult it is to get support for your work and, you know, on top of it, how even more difficult it is to get funding for your work.
0: Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm.
2: You know, and I started thinking about that and what making music means to me and how much it fuels me and gives me, you know, power to continue on and keep going and fighting um and i just started thinking about that how many so like you know obviously i'm an independent musician mm-hmm. and i you know struggle with with those things too so i could only imagine someone who has less visibility than me less yeah. opportunity than me um and you know first and foremost i definitely feel like it's important to me to uplift queer black art more than anything, Mm -hmm. because I feel like it's stories that often get erased or stories that are often, you know, packaged. So they're more, you know, a capitalist friendly. It's not necessarily people's true voice. So I I wanted to be able to give, you know, the opportunity to queer black musicians to be able to Um, support their work without being concerned you know that they have to take money from somewhere else right now where they don't really have it to put it towards their work so that was my goal just trying to you know continue history and you know queer black people making stuff it's important to support it all the time definitely snaps to that snaps to (laughs) that
1: You also found you're a founding member of the Internet Rap Group, which is super cool. Yeah. What was the dynamic like within that group and the creative process? And how did you become a part of it and create it?
2: Um. Well, Barf Troop was, you know, my idea. So uh-huh. it, that's how it how it started. <laughs> yeah. Um, as far as creatively, I mean, we we were all best friends. We're all still friends. Um, mm-hmm. you know, I like right now. Like, obviously, I do my solo work, but I also have a second project called Smoke King, which is me and um. She currently goes by Simpson, but you know, in Barf Troop she was Babe Simpson. So it's like we're, <laughs> s- you know, we're all, uh, we were best friends. So it was yeah. just like a big, you know, constant party and just like having lots, yeah. and lots of fun and. I love that making fun stuff. It was never, you know. Uh, I know people have a sort of um, misogynistic view in mind of what quote unquote girl gr- groups are supposed to yeah. be where it's a lot of fighting. Mm-hmm. It was none of that. Like it was just us being like really goofy and chaotic and just having as much fun as possible.
0: Yeah. That's we love the good best. chaotic energy. Yeah. We love absolutely. chaotic Me energy. Me too. And working with friends is like the best. When you like yeah, have yeah. best friends and you're like, oh my God, I can make music with them yeah best thing sure. ever it comes so naturally I know. yeah absolutely so you toured with orville peck last year what's like your favorite part of the life of a musician from touring writing recording what like where do you find the most fulfillment
2: i you? um i like writing and recording i love mm-hmm. being in the studio i love mm-hmm. to like see a song come to life um same you know It's kind of amazing, especially when you kind of um, create songs in the way I do where, like I said, it's world building. So it's always a very, you know, complex sort of thing that I'm trying to create, which is hard to explain. (laughs) So when, you know, you're in the studio and you just hear it come to life and there's no explanation that has to be given, it's just there. Like, it's a beautiful moment. It's like your child. Um,
0: Yeah, literally. Song babies. Song babies. We say that all the (laughs) time
2: literally it's like such a and, and all of them are different and but all of them are special
0: yeah um, so it's definitely
2: like so good you just, you know you just go to the studio and there's like no outside distractions or whatever yeah. like I'm definitely yeah. a person who is like okay let's go to the studio for 12 13 hours and I'm like having a great time I'm not at all yeah. trying to leave I'm very happy to be there I would say that's like my favorite thing to do I love like creating new work
0: yeah um, for sure and we always say it's like it's cool because you you leave with something that literally didn't exist before. You're like, oh my god, am I an adventurer? Like, what the yeah. heck? <laughs> Absolutely. it's crazy. Yeah, I agree. I think recording and writing is the coolest thing.
1: It, yeah, it's I a agree. Really cool
0: part for sure. I mean,
1: to be fair, we've never toured before, so we don't know what that's like. But chaotic. I think that yeah, really, it like chaotic energy. <laughs> personally,
2: <laughs> personally, I feel like you know it's all it's different for everybody but you Mm -hmm. know for me specifically because of the kind of work that I make that is very sentimental and very you know I'm talking about a lot of subjects of my life it's very um a little bit too vulnerable for me it's like you know I'm here I am presenting all these thoughts and feelings some of them very bad some of them you know bad experiences for a white crowd and people are just staring at you it's very um you know I often think of the uh um, there's like a video recording of Michael Jackson being like, I hate touring. And then his person's like, Michael, you can't say that. Don't yeah. say that. And he's like, they're like, okay, fine. I love touring. That's how I feel yeah. anybody asks me about shows. You're like right here. Yeah. Yeah. I feel the same way for sure.
0: Yeah. I mean, it must be hard when you're like speaking like your truth in such like a direct way. I mean, it's yeah. it's like amazing because you're sharing and connecting, but also chaotic, vulnerable. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah
2: nerve-wracking
0: for sure yeah for real well that is all our questions thank you so much for chatting yeah thank you you you're awesome you're awesome awesome. you guys have good questions (laughs) thank Thank you you. yeah (laughs) awesome (laughs) okay guys song of the week and woman of the week well my song of the week is grenada which is grenada by dream Dream Kid. kid by us that's what we've been
1: telling you guys about it's out it's in the world it's hopefully people are streaming
0: it as we speak it's out as we speak well actually it will okay, be. it will be out as we speak it's not this
1: reminds me of remember <laughs> the in future times from the girl defined video oh she's my like, god It's like, like when you guys watch this i'll be married in a future, in future time, time. <laughs>
0: Oh no, we don't support Bill we no Fiennes' we're, uh, we're
1: laughing at the Cody Co version where he is...
0: Reacting to it? Yes,
1: that's what we are not...
0: I'm supporting him. <laughs> Anyway, just but Grenada that clear. by Dream Kid is our band's first single. It is out as we speak. It's our song, baby. It's our song, baby. It's about sitting on a beach in Grenada. Actually, let's like, give this give story because y'all are here to listen, you know? here to we we should talk yeah let's talk about the writing session so like so wait where do i even start do you want to like say what the song is about do you want to
1: talk about like how it even started like okay it started because first we were about to kick people out of a writing room because we wanted to finish something that we were starting earlier Yeah, and then everything was full. so We came back and we're like, "All right, guys, like, can you get out? We want to do something." Yeah, and then we're like, "Why don't we all just write together?"
0: Yeah, all meaning Anik and I and and Natalie and Steve and the other band members. um, We're all in a room together, and we decided to write. And so we were trying to think of like ideas to write about. And then Anik was like, "Well, we had been talking about this thing we had talked about earlier in the day about like pink bubbles, about like." putting the most ideal situation you could be in as like a meditation in a pink bubble in your mind and anique was like getting high on a beach in Grenada. that's not what i said <laughs> is that not what you said
1: that's literally not what i said <laughs> what did you my say? pink bubble was us touring with dream kid oh no 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 it wasn't that was the dream second kid day didn't this exist. Was, no that was the second day <laughs> the first day i think it was just something to do with songwriting Wow! this is not how the story went.
0: Somehow from this conversation, we got to what should we write about? And we're like, let's write about getting high on a beach in Grenada because Grenada is a really special place to Anik. And we're like, okay, special place to Anik equals special place to all of us. And so we're like, let's write about that. And it's beachy and it's fun. But then we were like, this song has no substance. Like, what like, is this actually about? about? Like
1: we can't write a song about smoking on a beach. Like and this is not Yeah. <laughs>
0: I mean, like we could and we did, but we need more. We need a bigger story. And so then yeah. we were like, Does anybody have like some heartbreak? Does anyone have some relationship tea? And we looked around and I was like, No. And then you I'm were like here. No. And then Natalie was like, Not really, no. And then Steven was like, Well, I'm, I'm in a you. I'm in a happy and in love relationship but no, shut
1: up before that
0: before that what happened and he was like oh wait will he be okay if we say this
1: i actually don't know maybe we should ask
0: anyway he was like i had this thing that i had a problem where my ex cheated on me
1: <laughs> and we were like oh we're like, sucks anyway let's use that
0: I mean, that's perfect we're like that's ideal song material and so the song is about getting high on a beach in Grenada, thinking about how your ex cheated on you two years ago. And it's out now, and it's, it's beachy vibes, and it's infused with our, our mm, the blossoming of our friendship and joy and laughter and a deceptively melancholy message. <laughs> and we just love it, and we want you guys to love it, so please listen please listen it'll be on our insta we'll we'll talk about it on the podcast instagram so everywhere. if you already follow that also the band instagram also our individual instagrams it'll be on spotify apple music what soundcloud i don't know if we're putting un-
1: everything it. google everything. play
0: anything so, that you could think of it's on there look up dream we kid hope. look up grenada you'll find it give it a listen if you want a cute we cute love van. that yeah the cover art is a little van and like very shout dreamy. out david for the cover art Pastel Shout out Alice. riley for the videos of the ocean thank you Dave and Riley <laughs> you guys rock so yeah that is I mean it was Anik's pick for song of the week but I just ended up talking a lot I mean I just love the song so yeah okay I, I love how the story of how it came to
1: be is literally not what happened it's so
0: <laughs> that is what happened You're like, that,
1: like that was not in my pink bubble oh that's I spoke how- like one time in my entire <laughs> life it was not in my pink bubble <laughs>
0: I'm sorry, I misrepresented Anique's story. <laughs> Anique's pink bubble is something super wholesome about like songwriting and like her family and friends. <laughs> yeah. was. It was. So it's my mind in the gutter remembering it like this. <laughs> um, okay, my song of the week is a song I just discovered yesterday. Really on top mm-hmm. of the news. I mean, it's not really a new song, but it's called Buzzkill by um Baby Queen. An artist named Baby Queen who is British and (sighs) I love British people. The (laughs) Baby Queen mentioned that she's a fan. I think it was like on her Instagram I saw like a fan of Maddie Healy and from the 1935 and his lyricism and I as a fan of Maddie Healy like as well can just really see that in her writing. It's interesting. It's dramatic as hell. It's kind Mm -hmm. of like spoken word poetry but in a very like catchy indie pop type form Mm -hmm. and yeah the song is just really cool like it starts like the verse is basically her just speaking and then it goes like oh boy here comes a killjoy and it like goes into like this whole thing and yeah it's like it's uh interesting commentary in a fun package and british people are cool so i like that that's true so yeah that's my song of the week Buzzkill by Baby Queen, and um, sick name. I I'm
1: gonna have to listen to
0: it. I haven't Baby heard Queen. it before. Baby Queen, okay. Woman of the week. My
1: woman of the week. I have no idea if I've done this person before. Hit me. But my woman of the week is
0: Adele.
1: Uh, uh-uh. Alrighty. Speaking of how much we love British people. Oh yeah. I <laughs> Adele is just so impressive. The fact that For she real? wrote Chasing Pavements and Hometown Glory at 19. Still blows
0: my mind yeah an old soul Honestly. chasing pavements is insane i love that song i was like how did you do this but if it was Wait, an american was version 19? it would be like chasing sidewalks and i was like that's not as cool see this is again why british people <laughs> are better i didn't even think of that chasing
1: oh, the road <laughs> gravel I just keep chasing sidewalks <laughs> even if it leads nowhere
0: doesn't have the same it's not the same joie to it you know (laughs) she is
1: an amazing artist
0: really i've never heard of her (laughs) kidding (laughs) that's crazy
1: um yeah i think she's an amazing songwriter amazing artist she seems like a really cool like down-to-earth person she seems really funny I saw her doing the car carpool karaoke, and she was talking about how she got like drunk at a bar and gave away tickets. I saw her, that like,
0: too. I loved that, and she was like down like, her I just tea. Woke up with
1: emails in my. <laughs> oh, honestly, same. That is one thing I will say that I love about the UK: dedicating time for tea Dedication. is just. That is just, I want to say big dick energy, but <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Maybe we should take that out, Whoa, but it just really. i that.
0: Yeah, right. I'm editing. This. I
1: love, <laughs> I love tea time, like when I used to work at my old job, and like we'd call London, and they'd be like, "I can't talk right now. It's tea time." I was like, "I respect it."
0: <laughs> You're like, "That's I do." Fine with me. Honestly, yeah. gonna go to my American boss, be like, "They're gonna be like, any do this.'" I'm like, "Actually, it's tea time." <laughs> Actually, I, mm, I can't it's do that. Tea time. I'm sorry. <laughs> respect the laws of the land. Okay. Yeah. That's her. But yeah, I think she's amazing, and she's my woman of the week. Love Adele. Love Adele. Perfect. My woman of the week is Girl in Red. Okay, so Girl in Red. Um, honestly, I was thinking about making her my woman of the week because I was watching interviews with her. Oh, I can't speak interviews with her, and she's just like mad funny. Like she's really, really? funny. She's really like strange and like hilarious. I mean, is looking up her horoscope right now. But. Yeah, she's really funny and, like, the just, like, humble and cool. And, yeah, and I like that. And I, I've been listening to her music a lot because I feel the she's need. She's an Aquarius. Oh, my God. Is she an Aquarius? She's an Aquarius. No. She's two days after you. She's the 16th. Oh, my God. Our birthdays right. are so close. Look love, look girl, and th- red. No. Love an Aquarius. <laughs> we love an Aquarius. We're both Aquarii. We've probably said that before, but Aquarii, I love Aquarii. Aquarius, love Aquarius. Her Aquarius is the best sign. All facts no printer. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. <laughs> anyway. Unbiased opinion. So I've been listening to Girl in Red a lot because um I want to feel like I'm in a coming of age movie and it just does that for me. It has that effect. It's written all over her music. It's very like driving, energetic, emotional. She has like this cover of Say It by Maggie Rogers that I've been listening to. Oh. A lot, and it's, like, it's really good, and I'm, like, I never, like, usually I only listen to, like, a cover of a song if I don't like the original, you know? Really? <laughs> well, not really. Like, not just, like, if I love the original, I'm not, like, usually, like, oh, I'd rather listen to a cover, but mm-hmm. I love the original of Say It, and I also love the cover, and I, like, I've been listening to both, so I think that just speaks, to, like, Girl in Red's, like, style, and it's, like, um very unique and very i don't know it just has a lot of energy i said driving mm-hmm. as in like a description of the music but also it's really good for driving if you need driving music i love a good driving song also there are just some songs that
1: are such great
0: car songs yeah so she just she really makes car songs and yeah so that is my woman of the week amazing
1: Thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode. We love you. Love you. And
0: we'll see you, see next you next week.
1: week.